Pretty soon I'm gonna be famous A little more famous than you Certain people will greet my name with A proud and mighty And one glorious day my songs will be played And an airport chilies too Why yes I'm gonna be famous And you can be famous too What's up New York wow. City? This is so weird for us. <laughs> this is so weird. So, um, in case you want to know why we're here, one of us had the idea to make the opening act a, a podcast taping. So, <laughs> and uh, so we're doing it. So, uh, for we're, you know, these three shows, we're doing our, our first three albums, and each show has a, a friend from that from that time period, and and today's yeah. a good one. Today's a really good one. So. Uh, today's guest is our our manager of 20 years, yep. which is crazy. So, um, Seth Callen, uh, we met back in 2004? Yeah. Five? 2005? We'll figure um, it out when he comes out here. So, we, we met Seth because we played a show with him in our college cafeteria. <laughs> and he was a very enterprising go get him. Uh, high school student at the time, and so he had booked himself for a college show, which is already a great sign that they're going to be a good manager. Yes. So, um, so we stayed in touch after that show. Seth went to NYU, um, and as part of his school project, I think his sophomore year, he decided that he was going to manage Jukebox the Ghost. <laughs> So he convinced us back in our uh, senior year of college, he was like, you guys should make a record, which was Let Live and Let Ghost. This is true. Um, I mean, during that whole time, Seth has also continued being a singer-songwriter. So he's had four different bands. The yep. Seth Count and the Shambles, Seth Count and the Reaction, Reaction, Pine Mouth, and Viking Bros, right? That's yep. the... I think in total, like maybe 14 shows <laughs> between all those bands. <laughs> And uh, we've been like a family ever since. So Seth has been, yeah, now managing us for, for 20 years, which is crazy. And it's true. And this is going to be his first time performing in 12 years, full stop. So we brought him out of retirement. Let's give a big round of applause for our manager, dear friend, Seth Callen. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, those are lyrics to my songs because I haven't played a show or written a song in 12 years. We we can we we really had a long conversation about whether you should put music stands across the front of the stage. You're like, dude, that's not cool. Ben really shamed me on I that did. one. I did. I did. I stand by that. He was like, your your songs have four chords. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you're not a cellist. Like, what are okay, you doing? Okay, Ben, Mister, all the notes. But no. okay. And you all know I never forget lyrics or chords to anything. <laughs> Okay, wait, so this is really exciting. We get to grill him live on stage. Yeah, yeah. 
people. Uh, who wants to go first? Jesse, you got, you got a good one pulled up? Yeah, let's let's get this thing rolling, You're huh? going right to the good stuff, huh? Oh, wow. Okay. okay. Yeah, well, what's this at the top? What's that? I'm just going to this we thing. We skipped that part. All right, great. Right. Seth, uh, you, you, lost, you lost your Taco Bell virginity on tour with JTG, correct? It is true. At Bonnaroo 2000... What year? 2012. 2012. 2012. It's true. I had never had Taco Bell, and we were driving to Tennessee, and you guys forced me to eat Taco Bell. <laughs> we did. We were like, we, you cannot work for us, with us, <laughs> together, if you do not eat this. I've, I've uh, car sat his car before, um, and whenever I do, I hide uh, Taco Bell fire packets <laughs> in the glove box and the doors. I, I find them still to yeah, this day. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, God damn it, Ben. <laughs> I do think everyone has at least like one or two friends who never had Taco Bell growing up. Like they had uh, good parents, I think it's called. Also, I don't know we why. We were more of a Burger King family, Jesse. Yeah. I know. Uh, let's, okay. let, can we ask him a real question before? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, didn't this, make this it. List, I didn't write any. This list is appalling, and we're going to keep going into it. This is what happens when you leave Jesse Kristen in charge, but everybody. Yesterday, Ben said. Can you prepare some questions? I did, I did. This is on me. This is on me. No, but I did want to say, like, when you... Because, you know, when we met, we were, like, we were barely a band. You were a child. <laughs> and and you... We, it was us and this other band, um, Honor by August, right? Yes. Yeah. And you took them out for drinks, but none of us had fake IDs yet. You did as a high schooler. <laughs> well, actually, I had my older brother's ID, which then, for a little while, Jesse Kristen used my brother's ID. So that's how I'd get him into bars in New York. And then I... Or was, Bowery Ball. It was a little bit of a weird situation, actually, because I was, I think, 18 years old, and I brought this band to a bar to be like, that's what managers do. They sign, <laughs> they sign bands at the bar. But then I was like, before we go into the bar, Jesse, do you want to use my older brother's ID? Because <laughs> when you, invi you invited us up to New York to record a song and then had secret plans to manage us, you always knew that you were going to bombard us with this? And no, well, here, here's the... Okay, so backstory here. So I was a singer-songwriter, as they mentioned, um, was moving to New York. But before I moved to New York, I threw like a friend of a friend or someone invited me down to GW and told me, you're going to play this show opening for this big band. They were not called Jukebox the Ghost. They were called The Sunday Mail. And he was like, there's going to be thousands of people there. It's going to be amazing. So I was like, oh, my God, this is the biggest opportunity of my life. So I drive down to Washington, D.C., and they're like, yeah, you're like, it's in the cafeteria next to the Chick-fil-A. And, um, and it was only the Sunday Mail, me, and this band, Honor by August. No one else was in, I mean, maybe a few people were there. No, but there really weren't. There really were no empty. one there. But I, I remember sitting there, and I watched now jukebox the ghost play and i just thought like holy shit this is the best band i've ever seen in my life given my life had been very short up until that point <laughs> they were maybe the only band yeah, i've yeah, ever yeah. seen um, <laughs> but um like, oh but, you can play piano in a rock band I was like, Weird. wow who is this guy um but yeah then freshman year of college you know i moved to new york started uh at a music program at nyu and yes, as they said, I invited them up to New York basically because I was like, guys, remember me? We've got free recording studios that I can use school credits for. Um, 
do you want to come and let's make a record? And by make a record, what we actually did was record one song um, called The Difference, which I am still trying to convince the band to release. Um, oh, oh it, it's, it's on doc. It, it's on, it, yeah, it's, it's, on, it's on, amazing. On and I think in what was actually happening, though, is I, was wor- I had a roommate at the time who was working in the studio, and he was, he was the one who was doing the actual recording. <laughs> and I was just like, that seems complicated, putting microphones up and stuff. So what I actually want to do is manage you guys. And they were like, you're like 18 years old. What the hell does that mean? And I was like, I don't know what that means, but I think I could probably get you shows in New York City. And that was my first kind of big promise to them. And the way I basically got them shows was I would book my band a show and then I'd be like, I got you guys a show at the Knitting Factory or Mercury Lounge or whatever. And they'd be like, great, who else is playing? I'm like, you're opening for my band. And they were like, okay, it's a show's a show. But yeah. Sure, there were a lot of those. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking about it. But it worked. And it's funny, in those early days, I remember you, like, you were like, one day I'm going to get you at Bowery Ballroom. And I was like, no way. <laughs> no like that is too that's too cool. One day I'm going to get you to tape a podcast, yeah. something called a podcast. <laughs> yeah. No, it's true. This is for for what it's worth, it's really amazing seeing you all here. This is some seriously weird full circle amazing stuff happening right now, but yes, when we were 20 years ago, we were like dreaming of the day we could jukebox the ghost play a show at Bowery Ballroom, you know? And it's it's amazing to be here with everybody and now, you know, hearing Hearing this album, I mean, tonight's album, Let Live and Let Ghost, front to back, I mean, the album changed my life, you know, so, and changed theirs too, so it's awesome to see you all here. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll, one more sentimental thing, and then we'll get to Jesse's great questions, <laughs> which, which, again, I did ask for, and they are really good questions, but we'll say, like, Seth was the first person to believe in us, uh, full stop, like, in the industry, even though he was in high school. Um, <laughs> But it is testament to like he like Seth was like I think I can do a good job and we we're like we're friends let's do this and that has sort of been the the philosophy ever since and Seth now has a whole management company and works with all these amazing artists and is super successful and super talented and um, it's really just testament to like like work with people you love Aww. you know Damn. find find oh people my, that you believe oh in that believe God. in you yeah all right now Jesse's yeah let's go buddy. Yeah, wait, 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 before you dive into that, I do have one actual question related to this, which is Seth manages all sorts of bands like Ex-Ambassadors and Will Enley, and he's got an amazing roster. Thinking about your whole roster, if you had to compare, what is the, what makes Jukebox the Ghost uniquely awful to manage? Yes. (laughs) How much, how long are we taping this podcast? As much time as you need, baby. I mean, I think that um, you three are so beautifully indecisive and will talk for hours on emails, on phone calls, on conference calls, and just get nowhere, and no one decides anything, and then you just, then you just float away. <laughs> and I'm like, so are we putting out a new song, or are we going to do some shows? That's actually really constructive feedback. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Thank you all for joining Jukebox the Ghost Band Therapy. Uh, this is a, I think this is an intervention. Yeah, it's very good. Um, the, the only other real question I had was, in, in this, so Seth has also been in the music industry through a pretty crazy era. So you've gone from the CD era to the MP3 era to the streaming era and now to the 
AI-generated music uploaded to Spotify by sex bots. Era. If you were advising people getting their start in the music industry, is there anything for them to look forward to? What would you say? Oh, Run away. <laughs> no, I, th I, think, I think, honestly, m the music business right now is truthfully healthier than ever, and it, the power is in the hands of people who are making the music now. So I, do, I actually think that there's never been a better time to be an artist because you can actually put out music yourself. It gets on Spotify, it gets on iTunes, you can own it, you can, so you can, you know, there's a lot you can do independently now that, frankly, when we started 20 years ago, I mean, a lot of, okay, like, for, does anyone here work in the music industry or in a band? Well, that Raise is, your hand. Yeah. That oh, is God. Not good. Okay, probably smart, but point is, is yeah. <laughs> when, when we started, like the idea of making a living selling music, I mean, streaming didn't exist. So selling music just was not like part of the equation. It was play shows, sell t-shirts and hope that that you can build a life around that. But I think now the music industry is, it, it, it has been amazing. I mean, I've worked with Jukebox through the creation of MySpace. I remember being like, guys, you should make a MySpace page. And then, then, it was, then it was, you should make a Facebook page. And then it was, you should get on this thing called Twitter. And you should get on TikTok. And you should do this and do this and this. But, but truthfully, one of, the, one of the things that has been, while yes, you guys can be a pain in the ass, and I love you for it. The, you. The, uh, one of the amazing things about working with these three is that over the years, they've always pivoted and adapted and kind of learned how to like work with new technology and um, work with... You know. That makes us sound like we're 85. Yeah, they, they, they are <laughs> old like, people. We can, we can use microwaves yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> ben just learned how to use his phone. It's very cute. No, but, but truthfully, it's like we've, we've, seen, we've seen every change in music and tech and whatever, and like it's been one of the great joys of my life, honestly, being like, Jukebox of Ghosts is still doing it. They're still surviving and keeping it going, and it's amazing, you know? And again, this, this week of shows doing these albums, it's incredible to see because we're like, we, sometimes we laugh. We're like, we're still here? We're still, yeah. we're still doing this? Yeah, phones have a camera on it now. <laughs> Jesse, what you, you got oh, really go. You have some good I questions. I love that guy. <laughs> All right, uh, Seth, what is your favorite memory from tour? And why is it getting drunk with me and sleeping in a public park in Austin, Texas? <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let me give some context here. And that, that is probably my favorite Jukebox the Ghost memory. So let's rewind. It's South by Southwest. What year? 2011? 2011. Let's call it 2011. South by Southwest, big music festival conference. You go because... You know, you think you're going to get a record deal or your dreams are going to come true. You so, go because your manager tells you you yeah, have to Your go. manager tells you this is going to be big. Um, so we actually, if you, the beginning of this story is I had a show at South by Southwest. I had a show at midnight or 1 a.m. after you guys played. And I was basically too drunk to get on stage. So I said, do you guys want to be my band? And they were like, okay. And I think Jesse and Ben did it, but maybe Tommy didn't. And then we, we just played a 15-minute version of Hold It In while I was really <laughs> drunk. Yeah, okay. Because the, the venue was like, you've got a 15-minute set. I was like, what the fuck am I going to do with 15 minutes? 
So we did hold it in. <laughs> then someone at South by Southwest, if anyone's been, there's always like a secret show, like, holy shit, Prince is doing a show at a parking lot somewhere. There's always like, crazy things happening. And someone told us that Black Flag was reuniting and playing on a bridge somewhere. So me and Jesse were like, let's go to that. And then we got there. There was no show. We were just in a, like, a bridge with, where a bunch of bats lived. And, but this was, by the way, this was before, not before cell phones, but like before GPS or Google Maps or anything or Uber. So we were just there and we were like, well, we got to like sleep. So me and Jesse slept kind of like a little cuddled next to each other. <laughs> Just to stay warm. And then actually the best part was the next morning, a runner came by. Um, my contact lens had fell out, fallen out, so I really looked totally insane. And I was like, excuse me. <laughs> what year is it? I get a taxi. And they, and they were actually like on their way to basically sign their first record deal or something. And we were like, I was like, Jesse, wake up. We got to get to the thing. And we're lost under a bridge somewhere. So that, that is definitely my favorite memory. I just really, I really like the premise of you go to a show, there's no show, you're like, I guess we'll go to sleep. <laughs> and cuddle. <laughs> Under a bridge. Uh, Jesse, that was a good question. Let's, let's Thanks, do, man. we'll do another one. So Seth is also going to play songs, in case we didn't make that clear. Um, Which started as a, I, we were trying to figure out who should open all these shows for people from this era of their life. And as a complete joke, I was like, I could do it. And then Ben was like, you said it. You yeah. got to do it now. <laughs> All right, I just got one more for you. All right. Because we, well, one of these, I said, we met in front of a Chick-fil-A. Not a question, just a, just a fact. Um, ben, you want this one? You can, you did, you're doing such a all good right, job. All right, fine. So uh, if you could manage one band, why would it be Oasis? And how would you, actually, I'm, I'm so bored. Never mind. <laughs> Uh, I would definitely manage Oasis, and I would ask them to reunite immediately. Yeah. Tell them to stop marring. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I that guess that's, your question. <laughs> that's a great question to end on. Thanks, uh, Ben. Okay, but, but seriously, I mean, part of the reason that we got, we, we did get our start playing uh, in New York City with Seth is because Seth is a great singer-songwriter, so we're true. very excited to have him play tonight. Please give him your warmest welcome. He's got some special guests. We're going to get out of here. Seth, we love you so much. All right. Love you guys. <laughs> Jukebox the Ghost, everybody. Okay, so in all seriousness, I have not performed in like 12 years <laughs> so um so i'm gonna play a couple of songs thank you guys so much i i really i owe everything to this band i mean i gosh i like my whole career started because of them i met my wife because of this band at one of their shows i i saw an entire 2000 person cruise ship of bare naked ladies fans naked because of this band so so really, this is, this is an honor to be here, and um, forgive me for all of the lyrics placed around the stage, because I genuinely have no idea how my songs go, but this is my friend Paul Hammer, everybody. Paul, uh, Paul has an amazing band called Savoir Adore that actually, the last time I was at Bowery with Jukebox, I think was about 10 or 11 years ago, Savoir Adore opened for Jukebox the Ghost here. 
So it's great to have Paul here. We're going to do a couple songs, and then a friend, another friend of ours is going to join, and then you guys will hear Let Live and Let Ghosts front to back, and it's going to be magical. to drink a little because this is very nerve-wracking. By the way, we've rehearsed not at all. <laughs> but he's a professional. a girl you know I'd be happy and I stopped going home and I forgot my own last name and I tried to catch the train but I missed it I tried to change my ways to fit myself back in oh I'd become different and oh oh I'd
apartment's getting dusty and I'm breathing it all in and I'm sick of all my friends and I'm on my own now I could come back but I'd hope you'd understand that this was not my plan it's just time to move on Thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> so here's what's funny. I'm, I wish I could be like, I'm here to promote music that I have online, but I'm really good at managing other bands. I'm terrible at managing myself. So you can't really find any of this music online. <laughs> but you can stream a lot of it for free at Seth K uh, what the fuck is it? SethCallen.bandcamp.com or something. So I just forgot to pay the fees to keep all these songs online so they're no longer there. But, but if you follow me on Instagram or something, I'll send it to you. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. On my MySpace could definitely still be there. Um, so this is a song that, yeah, gosh, I think I wrote like 20 years ago. <laughs> 15 years ago or something. Um, the recording is a version with, I don't know if any of you are familiar with, a singer-songwriter named Maddie Diaz, who's also toured with Jukebox. She currently plays in Harry Styles' band. She just put out a new song with Casey Musgraves. She's amazing, but this is a song we did in college called Broken Pieces. When you think it's gonna end The rainy days They turn to sun As the summer creeps in All those days We used to waste by fighting All the time They've gone away And they've turned to dust Knowing you are mine There we were Just standing Helpless at the time We were broken Says we have fallen into place. All we ever needed. 
game The way things crumble And the way they turn right back around There are times when we forget how to laugh So we just cry now we can bring back our love and start to try to understand what's broken and try to make it work and hold each other close as we walk out of the dark and oh we may fight but then we'll make you right oh we were broken pieces we strong and things have changed and we're just growing up the time has come to rearrange our lives and we'll live for love and I know I've changed and times they've changed oh, we were broken pieces we have fallen into place and all we Um, thank you guys. This is really fun. <laughs> so, <laughs> rarely do openers just bring out a bunch of special guests, but uh, this is my friend Davey. And uh, we're going to do two more songs, and then Jukebox the Ghost will come out. But uh, so, <laughs> the guys mentioned that I had a lot of bands, so. There was Seth Callen in the Shambles, and then there was Seth Callen on the Reaction. A couple of those songs that we just played was a band I briefly had called Pine Mouth. But then, um, 11 years ago or 12 years ago, uh, these are, other than Ben, Tommy, and Jesse, of course, these are my two best friends, Paul and Davey. And uh, we went on a trip years ago to Iceland. We were all very brokenhearted and just we're like, let's go find ourselves in Iceland. So we went to Iceland on like a two and a half week road trip, but our goal was, let's try to write a bunch of songs while we're there. Um, and we were like, let's form a band. So we actually booked a bunch of shows while we were in Iceland, which was really funny, um, which truly made no sense because 
we didn't have a band, but I just, it was my superpowers of convincing a bunch of bars to let us play and let us stay in their like hotel rooms for free. But uh, essentially, we formed a band called the Viking Brothers and we, <laughs> and we, we played one show. <laughs> Well, we were like, wouldn't it, I was like, wouldn't it be fucking awesome to do a show at uh, Bowery Ballroom with the Viking Brothers? So, so this is uh, David Hurwitz and Paul Hammer, and we are the Viking Brothers. Oh, yeah, and check this out. We have merch. <laughs> we... Um, we we have T-shirts that were made yesterday. I think there's I I think there's like ten of them, uh, but all of the money is going to Doctors Without Borders. So if you go down to the merch booth, please go buy a shirt and find one of us after. We don't have an Instagram or an email address or any, but if you want a shirt and we don't have it, we can probably make you one. Um, <laughs> So, also, um, this song, we really want everybody to sing along with the chorus. It would make our night very special. The chorus is very simple. The song is called Feel No Pain. You'll figure it out very quickly. You just go, I feel no pain. So when we get there, we fully expect you all to sing it, maybe put your lighters on so we can feel like rock stars before we go back to our regular lives. Actually, these two are actual rock stars. They're in real bands. <laughs> All right, so we are the Viking Brothers. This is called Feel No Pain. Powerful feeling, a prayer with a meaning to 
together we fall onto the dance floor like we were made for dancing slow it's four in the morning and we are so much and thank you to jukebox the ghost for uh putting me in this uncomfortable position but so who's coming to the next couple nights i am particularly excited for andrew horowitz to open tomorrow i don't know if anyone knows the band tally hall but uh, andrew from tally hall is playing and actually i think the first time jukebox played here at bowery ballroom might have been opening for tally hall but um Thank you all so much. My name is Seth Callen, K-A-L-L-E-N. If you wanna follow me on Instagram, there will not be any music I will be promoting. It's usually just pictures of my dog and like a, it's usually me talking about other bands like Jukebox and Ghost and Paul's band and various other bands. Um, but uh, thank you all so much. Um, we decided to end with a nice peaceful cover before everything gets a little weird and crazy with Jukebox. Um, my parents are here, they love this song. They're up there somewhere. They've been trying to tell me for the last 20 years to quit being a manager and be a singer-songwriter, which I'm like, it's not a good idea. <laughs> but uh... My dog's name is Freddie Mercury. You should actually, you should actually go follow him. It's at me, my dog, and wine. He's great. All right, we're gonna do a couple verses of this song because it's entirely too long. 
but no, seriously, thank you guys so much. This has been such a pleasure. Uh, buy a Viking Brothers t-shirt. David played and it pleased the Lord You don't really care for music, do ya? Well, it goes like this The fourth, the fifth, the minor fall And the major lift The baffled king composes Hallelujah Hallelujah Hallelujah, hallelujah. Your faith was strong, but you needed proof. You saw her bathing on the roof, her beauty in the moonlight overthrew you. She tied you to a kitchen chair And she broke the throne and cut your hair And from the lips she drew you Hallelujah 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 God up above and for me all I ever learn from love is how to shoot somebody who outdrew you it's not a crime you're here tonight it's not some girl lie. it's a code and it's a broken hallelujah Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Ben, Tom, and Jesse. <laughs> Enjoy Let Live and Let Ghosts. I will be standing right here screaming every word, so thank you, guys. Pretty soon I'm gonna be famous, a little more famous than you. Why, yes, I'm gonna be famous 
can be famous too.